Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products like Venom heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. On the episode of the Unhelmet Podcast, we are joined by probably, not even probably, the best pass rusher to ever come out of the state of Georgia, Georgia Thrashers, <laughs> edge rusher, all league, all everything, my man, Devo. Good morning. How are you, my man? Morning, morning. How you doing, my brother? I'm all right. I'm all right. Now, when you look at the Eastern Division and APDFL playoffs, we know who the number one seed is and we know what they got there. But um, you have three intriguing games. You've got the Cobras and the Storm. I see it as a, a matchup of can the Storm score on the Cobras and can the Cobras score in a storm? Because unlike years past where the Cobras would put up 25, 35 points, this seems like it's a different type of setup where they've had to win a couple of defensive battles. What is the key mm-hmm. matchup in your mind and how you see it going? Um, well, the Storm, the storm like I said, they, they had a couple of uh, different improvements compared to last year and this year. Um, they've always been a quick physical team. Uh, the Cobras has always been, uh, like a dominant, um uh, physical and fast. Uh, they, they kind of stamped their name in the state of Georgia, um, in the APDFL the last couple of years. And then also making it, you know, saying making it to the, uh, championship a couple of years ago. Um, and just representing Georgia and taking on the dynasty in a close championship game, you know, they, they almost pulled off. Um, but I just haven't seen them play to that level um, in a minute. Uh, well, you know, when we came in with the Thrashers a couple of years ago, uh, what, last year? I'm sorry, it was a couple of years ago, last year. Uh, 
yeah, they had already played the Cobras had already played the Thrashers previously before they got into the league. Um, and then once they got into the league, they just didn't play them again. Um, and I actually was on the Thrashers at that point. So I think the the Cobras, like I said, this year has just been that offense um, just been kind of up and down. Um, I think what the Storm do a good job is is uh, committing turnovers, and when they commit turnovers, they kind of score on a lot of them. Um, or if they do return it, it gets their offense a short field. Um, that's kind of how the, the Storm has been able to flip games. Um, certain games would be close, and then next thing you know, you got two quick turnovers, and then now it's kind of a blowout. Um, so I really want to see uh important, important thing for this game probably would be J-Rock in the backfield um, and him just doing different things, catching out the backfield, running out of the backfield. Um, they also do got some nice receivers over there at LD um, for the Cobras. Um, so we're going to come down to quarterback play and – can that defensive front for the Storm get to the Cobras? Um, but when I look at this game, I just think that the Storm may be playing just a little, a little bit, you know, a little better ball than the Cobras is right now. Um, so I, I'd probably take the Storm this week, though. I look at this game and I kind of I, I agree because there, I think the Storm will have an edge on a couple of fronts where I think the storm, you will see a different version of the storm offense and defense tomorrow. I have mm-hmm. a feeling that there's, there's something happening with play calling and things are going to change for drastically, which is, which is good. I don't see the Cobras being able to handle Amari Jackson. You're gonna to have to double him, and you know how aggressive the storm are with their blitz packages. Yeah. yeah. But it, I mean, you know, sometimes you can't afford. If you afford to double down on that end, you know, that, that could open up the, that big, that big inside. I mean, uh, for the storm, uh, what number eight? Uh, mm-hmm. that's number. Be this tackle. Um, he could get some couple one on ones. So if you got a double number eight, and you got a double outside on the end, shoot, that's a lot of one on ones. So. Uh, I don't know if their offense line to be able to uh, pick all that up. You know, that, that is going to be the change, though. And on the offense side of the ball, if Vines is healthy, if he's getting healthy, he's a mm-hmm. m- matchup nightmare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. I mean, of course. But he's a man? big. Yeah, he's a big aggressive receiver uh, with the mentality of a running back. I guess when he gets to, catches the ball. Um, you know, he actually, you know, makes some good moves and good cuts. Uh, hopefully, hopefully he is, uh, you know, to say, had enough time to, you know, heal up a little bit, uh, and be right for this game. Cause I would like to see, um, you know, bring him back out, see what he got going on. He said he was a little, he wasn't always a hundred percent last, um, last game of the year when he played us. Um, but, you know, we'll see, we'll see what he got going on this weekend. Uh, cause I, I mean, say for that Cobra secondary, um, I mean, they, they decent, you know, but I mean, I haven't had really no noise, too much noise from that, that, uh, that back end this year. They have playmakers back there, guys who have had picks and get like a lot of picks in big games, but they're going to have to, 
they're going to have to deal with a receiving core that is going to want to push them vertically, and we have to see what their Cobras can generate up front with the pass rush. That's where it starts from. Now, the second game is the Sabres and the Airmen. Uh-huh. <sighs> the, the Airmen started the season strong, like BEAP sideways, ran through a couple of teams. <laughs> they got to Georgia, and things just kind of went left for them. Do you think uh, that yeah. they have enough to win this game, or do you think this is where the Sabres will slow it down, get them in a the phone booth, and just batter them for four quarters? Um, I think that's what the Sabres are going to try to do. The Sabres is um, – because it's like, it's like the the defense of the airmen is just so, you know what I'm saying, so such a big part of that team. Um, by them forcing turnovers and, like I said, and giving short field to that offense, and I don't really see the, the airman offense as an offense that could drive the field at any time. I'm not, I, you know, I'm just not just being 100, you know. But I do see them taking advantage of times when, the, you know, they may get the ball on the other side of the 50, you know, just short of field, short of field, less yards to work with, you know what I'm saying. So if you better play different coverages, um, and they can get down the field by using that run game. Uh, but it's, it's gonna be hard, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we're gonna see with the Sabres if they got enough people. You know, the last couple of weeks, you know, they've been struggling, you know, getting people to the game. Um, I know the Airmen haven't been having too many problems, you know what I'm saying, with, as far as, you know, who's there, who's not there. I haven't heard them say who wasn't there, who was. <laughs> uh, but for the most part, I think there should be a, a slight advantage for the Sabres. You know, it's a home game for them as well. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, like I say, if the Airmen can, you know, sneak one out. Um, but I, I think the Sabres might be able to just be able to slide by um, and probably narrowly win this game. Um, I, I don't see, I don't really see like it being a blowout either way. Um, but if the, if, if the airman defense can score, I wouldn't be surprised if they win. I think for the airman to win, they need 18 points. Somehow, if, if oh, it's yeah. a fumble return, if it's a pick, mm-hmm. something. If they get 18, they might be able to walk away with this one. Now, in your game, you guys play the Blackhawks. This is a, a rematch of the conference championship last year, which it is, but it's not because there's been so much turnover on that team as far as players leaving and other situations. How do you not look ahead to the next week, the next week after that, and the potential of playing in front of family? Yeah. Uh, when, I, when you go and look at it, uh, like I said, I've been in the playoffs plenty of times. I've been in, you know, played with different teams um, and been in different situations. Sometimes you're on the other side of the state where you have to travel. If you do want to make it uh, to the championship, you got to travel on the road and win on the road every game. Um, I've been on teams where I've been able to travel and it wasn't that far. If we did have to go on the road. Um but looking into this game, looking into this, this, these, how the playoff is just set up, um, it, it's just, I look at it as every week, just how I look at it in the season. 
Uh, we want to go one and zero. But the margin of error, like say this this week and next week and the week after, and you know, we want to keep playing football. You know, you gotta come overcome no mistakes. Uh, stick to your plan. Uh, adjust. Uh, and but just but playing them first, um, and that's the last thing we lost in the playoffs, and how we lost, you know, in the you know, in the river. So I, I don't want to say it's a personal game. I mean, but I'm going to look at this game as uh, you know just stamping our name again as as you know letting people know that we it doesn't matter if we were number one, number two, number three. Um, as far as ranking, uh, we're just going to go out there and play thrashing football every week and, you know, try to dominate the man on the other side of the, of the field. Now, when I look at this game, like I say, it's good that the thrashers, we do have home field advantage, um, but I don't think it's a problem for the Blackhawks to make it travel. Um, it's not a far trip, straight down to 20. So I think we'll be able to get their best shot. Um but of course, you know, we're gonna always say thrashing at the end of this game. Now last year when y'all played, you were injured. You didn't tell anybody you were dealing with an injury throughout the balance of the season. Now you're not. Mm-hmm. How does that change your mindset going to a game where you're fully healthy for the first time? Like not first time, you you've been healthy all year, but for the first time playing them in the playoffs. Yeah. You're healthy. How in does that play your mind? Yeah. Uh, I didn't gonna lie to you because I mean, after going home, you know what I'm saying, after that game, being, you know what I'm saying, being hurt couldn't actually do exactly what I wanted to do and, and, and give as much input as I, as I wanted to, as my mind did, but it, it, it prepared me for this year. Uh, cause it helped get some of those guys ready from last year. Um, let them play in those type of predicaments where we actually playing those type of big games. Like I say it was one game away from championship. Um, and that would have been a rematch earlier from that year too, as well. You know, playing the Kings when the Kings came out here, and it would have been crazy because we would have went to New Orleans, and um, you know, that would have been a good story as well. Um, but I just I look at this guy, like I look at it, and just show that you know, last year I was dealing with a, with a lot, you know, back injuries. Um, I had a real bad back injury. Uh, I had to get you know shots and everything. Went through therapy, got everything together as far as with my back, and came into the came in came into the beginning of the year, and I you know I let Cam Bear know like you know I'm good now, you know so so I say you know you can push me, push whatever, you know get whatever get everything you need out of me, but at the end of the day I know you know I got brothers behind me as well that's gonna go out there and ball as well, um just because they just you know I, I understood you know that they got that same mindset and we've had our talks. Defensive line, even offense. Uh, like I said, they, they, they just as much as animals as we is on offense. Uh, and that's really what pushes the thrashers to be great. Um, when it comes down to it, everybody kind of like challenges each other. Um, and it's just like in a brother aspect. Um, and that big word, you know, that a lot of people avoid, which is accountability. Um, it's, it's, it's hard sometimes to, be accountable for what you, you know, actions or things like I can do whatever, but all you got to do is just, you know, correct it and learn from your mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Understand it's just not about you and it's about the team, guys. Um, but I think with that attitude, like I say, you know, this year, I think we're a little, you know, like I say, we were, we were focused last year, but extra locked in this year. Now, when we come back from break, we need to discuss the West. 
we got a couple other things to discuss, but that's after the break. You're listening to the Under Helmet Podcast on the FPC Radio Network. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are back when I'm at podcast, Terrence Spiggs, there's Gillette. Debo, when you look at the West now, it is, I don't want to say it's a two-team race, but it feels like it's a two-team race. With the Kings having the first spot, they have a bye. The yeah. Cardinals and the Rampage play now. The Rampage are a good story. They went from struggling last year to surprising some teams and actually making a pretty decent run at the playoffs. They face a Cardinals team that are, they're looking for their first signature win of the season. This won't be it, but do you think the Rampage can keep this close? Um, I think early they can keep it close. Uh, I think I think last time, um, you know, the Rampage, like I said, they went from, you know, you can't you can't be mad because where they went from last year, I remember them posting pictures of their offensive line, uh, people was clowning. Uh, because they just thought that was just going to be it, you know. They were just going to dominate with that, and they had they had a rough year. Um, they went into it the next year, well, this year, of course, um, upgraded a lot of different positions, uh, upgraded their jerseys, you know, their um, uniforms, uh, <laughs> and um. But the thing is, it's like the Cardinal did as well. Uh, the Cardinal got better. 
Uh, the Cardinals uh, found them a, a quarterback, you know, somebody they can get the ball, distribute. They've been running the ball, which they did last year as well. They ran the ball well with a couple of backs. But this year they found them a, a back that they want. Um, and they've been playing some decent ball. But like I say, I just – like I say, signature win is what you're looking for. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that's what you need, but, I mean, you kind of do need it. But it's not saying that they were running from it because, like I said, they play their schedule. Um, but they really do need a signature win. Like I said, I guess – Winning that first round of playoffs could be a signature win, and then the following week would be that test because, like I say, it is a, it's kind of a two man race. It's two man race and a dark horse. You know, that's true. That's true. Now the next game we're going we got to be Walton County Chiefs and the Jets. Two teams on opposite sides of the spectrum that play the game totally different. You have the Jets led by Tyrone Jones on offense, who can beat you with his arm, can beat you with his legs. You have a Chiefs defense that seems like Chiefs team that is seems like they're defensively focused. Do you think the Chiefs have enough offense to be able to win a shootout with the Jets? Mm, that's the thing. Um, and I think I don't know. I think the uh, it's gonna come down to to probably some veteran leadership. Um, just understanding the moment. Uh, and understand that as uh, far as, you know, may not have to force too much stuff um, and play the game of football and just let it flow. Um, I feel like if the Chiefs go out there and play out of position, uh, it's going to be – it could turn up quick because the Jets, like I say, the Jets can put up points. Um, but the Jets can also give up points. But I think if it comes to a shootout, we've all seen that the Jets can keep scoring. So I, you don't really want it to be a shootout. You know, I think if the Chiefs can possess the ball and, you know, play good defense, um, boxing the quarterback if they can, <laughs> um, and try to slow that Jets offense down, they can have a chance. But I still think that the Jets could probably pull away with this game, though. Now, the last game is the Arkansas Punishers traveling to Pearl and playing the Mississippi Dynasty. The Dynasty – they're still smarting off that la- the loss last season in the conference championship to the Kings. They're angry, and they're still smarting off the loss from the game this year versus the Kings. They're they playing. They're going to play pissed off. They're going to play angry. Do the Punishers have enough to stay within ten points, middle of third quarter? Oh man. Um, but they played the Punishers. The Punishers have played the Dynasty earlier this season. And, you know, like I said, it's been tough for them. It's been tough. I, I think they did a good job, like I said, sticking in there, um, taking them lumps. Cause I mean, coming into the league and you playing the top, what they played the top, what, two, two teams, two, three teams, mm-hmm. top two teams in, in the league. They played the Dynasty and they played the Kings. And it was like some back to back type situation almost. So, I feel like if you make it through that storm and then you keep playing and you, you know, you get to where you're at, you know, in finishing with seven and three this year. Um, like I said, it was coming out of a league where they was kind of dominating in that league, but you know, you get a welcome to the league by playing those type of teams. Um, I think it was a good run for the Punishers. Um, I think this would be a good experience for them. They kind of learn from it. Um, and hopefully they can kind of help them get recruit and, you know, 
kind of fill some of the holes that they see that they're probably going to be missing as far as depth and, you know, even, you know, starting as well. Um, I think the dynasty role, uh, especially at home, uh, I wouldn't be surprised by halftime. They got a comfortable lead and they looking to who they playing next week. Um, that's, you know, the, the West, I said the West kind of, uh, it's kind of already set up for their second round, pretty much. Uh, I think that the closest game this week probably would be the Chiefs and the Jets game, though. One of the underrated aspects of the dynasty, outside of outside of what we know from the record, is their receivers. They have four receivers that can seemingly go off any time. Two that come to mind first is Rotavius Thurman and Jerem Mallory. Mallory averages about 30 yards a catch. Thurman has 13 touchdowns. And it's one of the things that they have the ability to spread teams out. I'm not sure. Like, when they play the Kings, the Kings are built to play that better than anybody out west because they have so many defensive backs where, barring injury or something freaky happening as far as tip passes, this looks like it's going to be a straight shot to a Kings dynasty thrashes in whoever else in the East and those be the bottom, the, not bottom, those, those be the last four. Now, mm-hmm. when we segue, because this is the interesting part, people know that the top 50 list was a major point of folks being testy and pissed off last year. That pales in comparison on what we're doing this year. So we decided to take players from the CFA, the PDFL, the Mountain West, and come up with a giant master list of just talent. Now, mm-hmm. I can tell you this because I can, I'm looking at it right in front of you. Uh, basically, the top 50 list won't be – it won't be anymore because we have so much talent. But let me ask you this. There are three, four, five, six – of the uh, quarterbacks that you see, how many do you think in the APDF, APDFL made it? Um, and you said from what list this is? This is from like this is from wide, like this is wide. From, what, about four leagues. Yep, four or five leagues. Um, quarterbacks in APDFL. Uh. KT gonna be one of them. Correct. Um, and then I guess on the other side probably could be Jiren from uh, the King. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there, you see, after that, you could put Tyrone on there. Yep. Um, and that probably one. is. There's one from the coastal. There's one more. There's one from the coast. No, this is one from other league. There's one from the okay. coastal who plays on oh, a team God. that has been just beating teams sideways in that league. Um, Dallin Bracy. Correct. They've been running through people <laughs> like, like they've been just <laughs> stopping people out. They I'm gonna, I'm a, uh, you know, I love, I love the snake beach hockey court. <laughs> so, huh? 
Hey, those it's like I, I be knowing quarterback. Those be the quarterbacks that be like on my uh, bucket list, and I be like trying to like make sure I get a sack off these quarterbacks. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that was just good, you know. So I'm glad that my, my mind worked pretty good. But yeah, they, those quarterbacks been dominating. They've been dominating. There's one you forgot in the APDFL. The one you should know because he's been came up huge for y'all. Oh, my boy said correct. For the first time, we actually have a backup quarterback that made this list based on a few factors. I'm telling one, you, man. Let's go. One, for the simple fact that he is the best backup quarterback in I've seen. Two, yeah. he completes passes. There wasn't a, a hiccup when he had to come in the game. There wasn't like a, yeah. oh, God, we need to fix something. No, it just he fits in the scene. He fit in the plan seamlessly. And he moved the ball. Yeah, he got the Nick Foles award. You know. Correct. Now, <laughs> to be honest, there are only three running backs on this list. Just three. Like, just for the simple fact that yeah. the running games is, I mean, the league, the league, these leagues have become passing leagues. Yeah. And yeah. So there's not really too many true, true, true running backs out there. You know what I'm saying? Now, there's some people that's fast, but, <laughs> yeah, I get what you said, though. No. Um, O-line, that's about nine. And make the case for – no, we know that um, Crawford's on the list, but make the case for another one of his teammates. Like, I watched film, and I'm going to go back and rewatch, but I trust your judgment, and I trust the judgment of folks that, you know, like – you can folks like that who watch this man play, but make the case that this should be a second um, thrasher lineman. Martin Green. Uh, Martin Green, yeah. Uh, Martin, Martin, Martin set this game up this year. I think Martin's taking on a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of good deep tackles this year, and he was able to play uh, different positions this year. He's actually played center. Guard and I've seen him play tackle this year. Um and he he been he been moving. I've been seeing him have people on the ground. He's been aggravating people during the game. Uh just off of the the, the hustle and just just putting that one on one. Because I mean a lot of people look at our offensive line and they say, Well, y'all kinda bigger than we thought. You know, which ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh <laughs> but I, I think Martin's been been having a great year this year. I, I ain't gonna lie, I had the campaign because he said he told he told me he said watch just watch watch me Debo watch me work you know and I, I I like watching that interior line play because like I said there ain't that many offensive linemen out here that's just moving their feet man there's a lot of them that's getting in the way um but when you actually see a lineman moving their feet getting up field uh pulling you know they come out on that screen to catch that outside linebacker or catch that corner that may be standing over there like a deer in hair like um he he been doing it though um. So I, I really think, you know, saying he, he picked his game up to be one of the top offensive linemen this year for the uh, Thrashers. There are 11 Thrashers on this list. There are 63 players so far. One of them, I, I look back. I mean, this dude w- wasn't even sure he's going to play this year because he didn't seem like he had the confidence. But I watched uh, your guy there, uh, our guy. John West, like, step it up. Yeah. Like, 
you can when you watch this dude play, you can see the confidence in his eye. Like you, you can he carries himself differently. Or am I wrong? Like you see it on the field. Does he just seem like he's playing different now? Uh, yeah, he's playing with way way uh, better confidence. Um, it's just to let him know. Cause like I said, we we, we joke with uh, we joke with him a lot, mess with him a lot. Cause like I said, he played. He always I played with John West a couple of times, and I played against John West a couple of times. And like I said, man, he he's a volume player. Like I say, as right, long as he got get good confidence and, and get some good support behind him, you know what I'm saying? Let him know, like you know, like I say, cause they, I mean, everybody, everybody, everybody say everybody different, you know. Some people like I say they need to get that good support, man, and, and they're gonna ball out. Um, versus versus just having tension with people or just always pointing at their mistakes. Um, and just you know, what I'm saying just just showing them that you know you their brother, you there for them. I know, like I say this year he's been having a good year. You know, been uh been asked to be there, and like I say he's probably been been probably to most of our games this year too. Um, and you know, play on that island, on that on that back side over there. <laughs> And got to hear they they side they sideline talking all that craziness all day. So you know he he stepped his game up this year. Like I say, I, I um you know I would mess with him beginning of the year. I would mess with him um, beginning of the year. And I told him you know what I'm saying like hey, this is a different environment. You know what I'm saying you 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 really gotta you know what I'm saying show show folks what's up. You know what I'm saying all that buddy buddy is cool, but you really gotta actually show people what's up out here though. So. You know, he's been playing these good, this good ball this year, though. He seemed he took it to another level where he's actually like locked in, and he even tackles more aggressively. Like he tackles with purpose instead of just trying to reach that arm out and kind of slap at the ball. No, he actually gets in there, he gets physical, and I think that that's mm-hmm. gonna help y'all down the road because y'all be playing teams that will spread you out, and you'll be playing teams that will attempt to because in that first game was covered the the underneath stuff gave gave y'all fits. Yeah, but it seemed like over the course of the year you worked it out. You ironed out the the wrinkles and you kind of got it right. But when I look at this list, I'm still looking for somebody to come up huge in the playoffs. Maybe not on this list yet, but there's somebody out there. Yeah. If you had to pick a player, whether it's on your team or any other team you see in the league, what player you think will have a monster playoff just coming out of nowhere? Who? Ooh. Ooh. Um, well, like on each side, I get, I guess I get, I guess we can say like one from each side. Okay. Um, I say from the West, and we're just saying like players, I mean, because we already know, know everybody already. Um, I say from the West, I think, I think the running back from the Cardinals will surprisingly have a good playoff. Even though it might end up being two games. I think he, I think he'll be a, um, impact over there just to show. Cause I mean, when you look over there on the West, it's like, it's not too many. I mean, the running backs are on the better teams. You see what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. I look at it as he might be able to step in and just show that he can also be a, a force out there. So I'm I'm gonna look at that on the West Coast because um, everybody else kind of like so you already know about Tyrone and if I just start naming names like that, um, I think it's named EJ too uh, for the for the Cardinals. Um, 
in the Eastern Division. Mm, I don't want to be biased, but I mean, <laughs> um, let me see, let me see who I who I I'm just scan, scan, scan. I think I think somebody that probably wasn't talked about last year. I think T. Smith could have a good year. Just get get playoff game this week. We'll see. I think so. I think um, so. This, this weekend, um, you know, it's be a good test this weekend. I would see in the West. Yeah, we'll see how that will. Uh, Carlos Kohler from the King, where this dude was the. Um, top of this list like two years ago. He played last year. He broke his mm-hmm. hand like five games in when he's healthy and right. I mean, he, for his size, is freakishly fast, and he just gets to the quarterback, and he he just wrecks game plan. So if he's healthy going into the season, mm-hmm. going into the postseason, I should say, he, he'll definitely be a problem. In the East, whew, that's hard. Um, Yeah, I would say it's like in the East, it's, it's a lot, but it's it's like I mean I know a lot of the big the big names I, I know so it's like I can't really go with a lot of big names because you know it's gonna be game planning for some of the big names. I would go with two play with two players one on your team one another one on your team I would go with yeah the uh, running back who had that monster late season game. Oh uh, Antonio. Yes him if y'all okay. get that balance with that run pass problems like. Don't give teams problems and fits because they're expecting sweat on the outside to abuse folks vertically. If you get the run game, those safeties are going to have to make a choice. Do I roll up and help or do I just let this guy gash us for six, seven yards at a time? Yeah. That's an issue. Um, another one I would see, I'd see with the, I see with the Cobras. It's, Dion has led his team to a championship game berth before. For them to get there again, they need to climb on his back. And they're going to have to take him somewhere. Like, okay. Because when they're right, like, I was, we're, we're talking to Chris McCarroll about this a couple of years, uh, a couple of days ago. When the Cobras played the threat, uh, played the Blackhawks a couple of years ago in the conference championship game, Thrashers were down. Sorry, the Cobras were down twenty to six to the Blackhawks at half. They looked like they were to put him away. Dion got it right, and in that championship game, he they were neck and neck with the uh, the uh, dynasty until the very end. But yeah, I think Jerrod scored like his last touchdown or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were trading punches with with the dynasty, and that that man earned all the credit in the world. They like they was going back and forth, but I just I see. If he got hot late like he did that year, it's going to be a problem. Now, tell the good people about the smoke shop when it's on, where they can find it, what days of the week. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, smoke, smoke, smoke that, you know, which boy Debo will be out there on the trash talk page. Um, you can look it up, uh, trash talk, uh, make sure I get the name right. I don't want to say the wrong name. Um, we normally go go live from Tuesdays and Thursday, man. We we go with the recap on Tuesdays. Uh, we go with the predictions on Thursdays. We try to stay consecutive. 
but you know, a lot of stuff does go down in there. Um, we're, we're looking to try to branch out probably next year. Um, you know, try to get us alive going and stuff like that. Uh, so that that'll be on the lookout next year, so more people will be able to get just straight access to it. Um, you know, but yeah, so that you know, we'll get we'll get we get a get even a wider audience. Because uh, like I say, I'm all, I'm all about you know say just good football. You know, we come on there, uh, talk talk some good football and everything, man. I let everybody you know get off the chest. Long long as we keep it football, you know what I'm saying. With this, this is not a not an environment for you to come talking extremely reckless and, and doing all the extra stuff. And, you know, that's not what we're here for. You know, we're here to get that football talk and get it off. Your, you know, like I say, we got this segment of get it off your chest on there as well. Um, just letting people know, like I say, you, you, it's good to talk good football, man. Uh, to me, I feel like it makes the game better, uh, the familiarity with, with the players. Um, and just, and just, you know, let people know aware of what's going on because sure, I mean, you know, it's all it's all gravy when you're playing against scrubs. You know, nobody knows who you is. You know what I'm saying, man? You know, when you play against the big guys, don't nobody know who you are because you was playing you was dominating them scrubs. So that's why we out there. We just point out, you know what I'm saying, who can. Will you go live during the playoffs from, like, locations? Uh, that That's the plan. That's the plan. That, that's, that's the plan. Try to get some, some live feed. Try to get some people that I can uh, – you know, maybe the highlight, like probably when people game over with or anything. So we're gonna be trying to keep tabs on who who win what. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I know that which game game gonna be over early since they play at five. It should be like six our time, Eastern time. So I think their game might be over. So we may be able to catch a little bit. You know, what I'm saying live on with them with the uh, Sabres game because they play early. Uh, we'll be able to catch a little bit of that game, but probably probably Sunday. So I know we might see what's up, you know. When are we getting the logo and the T-shirts? Uh, the logo is in the making right now. Um, and and when I finish the logo, then we're gonna drop the we're gonna drop the merchandise. We're gonna have the merch, uh, so everybody can get the merch and stuff like that. Uh, so we, we can go ahead and turn this up, man. You know, so we, we're gonna we're gonna um, you know, say uh, make make semi pro great again. You know, I'm gonna give me a hat like that and start wearing that. <laughs> There you go. Now, how how are we looking as far as Atlanta's favorite sons, the Atlanta Chargers? When does the season start? Where can people donate? What's the word? Oh, okay. Um, the, se- the season is, is going to kick off, really, man. The kids just got out of school, man. Shout out to all the student athletes out there, man. All the boys that went out there, uh, concentrated during the year, A and B on the road, man. Uh, we we actually started the started already. Uh, we got ages five through right now. We got five through uh, fourteen. Uh, so I, right now my team is a twelve U, and I also help out with a thirteen, fourteen U. Um, if you like to find us, uh, check us out on Facebook. You can type in Atlanta Chargers. Um, they pop up. We got our own website. Uh, you can also go in and donate um, as well uh, to each organization, uh, to, or, to the organization all, or you can just you know if you want to donate to a specific. A person, you know, you can also contact through there. Um, you can donate to a specific um, organization as far as like, you know, 9U, 6U, 12U, 13U, something like that nature. Um, but if y'all know anybody, you know, look for a team out there, man. We, we accepting all young boys out there, man. We got real deal coaches. Uh, nice field. We're going to be out there at Tri-Cities High School. That's going to be our home field for the year. Uh, so, so we're just trying to, you know, get back to the community, man, and just show these folks, man, you know, Football can take you where you need to be. It doesn't mean that you gotta, 
they doing it, but it can take you where you need to be, man, and put you in the right place. Um, so, you know, try to get back to the community, man, if y'all can, man. For anybody in Atlanta with kids, if you have a little girl who wants to cheer, they have a cheer squad. If you have a little boy who wants to play, I mean, anybody in Atlanta, in Atlanta, around Atlanta, Akron, anywhere, just go. Find these, find these, yeah. find these fellas. They will treat your kids right. They'll give them solid coaching. They will give them a solid foundation to learn the game. Like people said, if football is not where they end up, it'll help to get them somewhere. Look them up. Like Charters will. It's a good job. All of them, all the coaches, all these guys do a fantastic job. Last question. Now, as a Steelers fan, on one of my, football, yes, on my, on my NFL podcasts, I made the prediction that I think the Steelers are going to win the division. Am I wrong? Um, my heart gonna tell you that you're not wrong. My heart gonna say, yeah, no, you are totally correct there. Um, because like Pickett's coming into a situation where he's not gonna really be asked to slaying the ball 40, 50 yards downfield. Like that's, that's not what, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we finna ask to do it. We're gonna ask him to get them intermediate passes, quick passes. We got smaller receivers. We got a big receiver with Claypool. We got a great running back system. We got a awesome tight end that can catch it and block. So. I, I wouldn't be surprised um, because I don't think the Browns are going to do what, what everybody think they're going to do. Um, I think the Bengals – yeah, I think the Bengals have a good year. Um, and then the Ravens, man, it's it's weird with the Ravens. They they got a lot of talent over there with the Ravens, and they scary. Every time I go to play them or they play somebody, they are a scary team. But it's, I don't know, it's just it's something weird. And, and they're going to have to play Lamar too um, soon, so – all this talent is, 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 is they windows closing. So I, I think, I think best, best scenario, we may come in second. Um, of course, like I say, my heart will always say we want to come in first. Um, but best scenario second, and I wouldn't be mad at third, even though we in a wild card. Um, just based off of that extra game and things of that nature. So here's, I'm, I'm rooting for it. Here's my thinking why. If you look at the Bengals last year, everything had to go right for them to get there to Super Bowl. Everything. They had to come back on a Chiefs team that didn't really allow people to come back on them. You had to have Patrick Mahomes not have the greatest game. You had to have breakdowns of communication. Not saying that they didn't earn it because they earned it. They earned the, the Bengals earned their spot in the Super Bowl without a shadow of a doubt. But if you look at the season, you look at that postseason. First game, they played the Raiders. You have watched the dumbest play call in the history of play calls where the Rays are driving on the 10-yard line. They're on the Bengals' 10. Throw the ball into the end zone. Instead, they throw the ball two yards short. Pratt, the linebacker, jumps it. Game over. Any other team calls a better play, the Bengals lose that game. Fortunately, when they played the Rams, their luck ran out because you had Eli Apple. They They got to a postseason with Eli Apple on purpose. Mm-hmm. And they ran out. I just think that it might be hard to duplicate that because everybody in that division improved. The Bengals did get yeah. offensive linemen. The Ravens got better on defense, even though they have zero receivers now, but they got better yeah, on defense. The Browns, yeah, they got Deshaun Watson, but Let's be honest. If he doesn't face a six to eight game suspension, 
you're going to see the league get sued by all these folks. But there is Gillette, elite pass rusher from the Georgia Threat. Thank you so much for joining us on Under the Helmet. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Always oh, shout out to my boy, man. I don't know if he's going to win it, but, you know, shout out to my boy, Rook, man. You know, broke the stack record this, this year, so I always got to shout out to the D lineman. You know what I'm saying? My boy, Amari Jackson, he came in second. Um, but shout out to my boy, Rook, man. Thrash him all day, though. He worked hard on that one. He, I mean, he gets the most out of 195 that I've ever seen at this level. Man, it's uh, it's unbearable because he didn't got bigger. That's what's so crazy. He didn't he didn't got bigger to to play that position. You know what I'm saying? People don't people don't understand or even know it. They didn't have it really. You know, known with you know he always been a smaller guy with with speed, but he didn't got bigger, got some more weight on him. Man, you know what I'm he saying? He's playing that position, though. He overcame a lot to get to this point, and that's the kind of people that this sport should definitely embrace. This has been another episode of the Anomic Podcast. Be good yourselves. Be good to each other. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here. Today. Today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.